Hey guys, it's Jenny. And Nicole. And it's Friday. Yay. Which is really exciting. And that music was brought to you by Spooky Town. It's actually called uh, Ghost Chase Thriller. So we get all of our music from um, YouTube Audio Library. Yeah, it's the best. And so when we decided that this was going to be our like Halloween-y themed episode, we were like, well, I need to find some scary music. And um, a lot of it was either like very slow and like cinematic or it was like really bouncy and didn't seem very scary at all so that one was about as close as we could get for yeah. free so thank you because we can't pay the royalties for monster bash no so. which would have been cool but no. no so yeah ghost chase thriller on youtube audio library you'll get to hear another part of it um in uh at the end at the end i feel like we could probably um record our own versions of songs like on 30 rock you know and they do that janice joplin biopic but they can't afford her music so she like it's like, take a little tiny piece of my heart, baby. They like rewrite the songs. I feel like we could take songs we like and then just record them and use them as our opening music. I volunteer you for that. <laughs> I don't think I want to do that, but it's an idea. I'll work on a, a mashup of Monster Mash, a, a rematch. A rematch of Monster Mash. I like it. <laughs> so um, it's been about a week or two, so we're not doing so well on that like once a week thing, but it, nah. we didn't go a month, so I guess that's we'll call that progress. Yeah, it's, um, it's small wins around here. Yes, people. that's basically the theme of this fall has been small wins and silver linings. Yes. So that's what we've been because we've had some stuff happen and it's just been up and down. And so we've constantly when we're in one of those moods, we're looking for either a small win or a silver lining. So yep. that's kind of the theme of Always. fall. Yeah, that's um, the theme of my life right now is <laughs> silver linings. I mean, things have been real weird, and I'm not going to talk about them on this podcast because I think that's for another podcast. Like <laughs> that's a whole nother a podcast. self-help podcast where it's really just me like putting out my feelings and then saying like, "Someone help me, <laughs> please call in." It's it's a place where people call in to help me, not for me to help them. I, I mean, I'm also writing that down. <laughs> I feel like that's a good. It's a good idea. <laughs> anyway, I'm like whatever. Uh, going through some things and so I have been like you know what this is a silver lining this is is a silver lining and so like nothing makes you appreciate what you have more um when until you like lose things that you used to have like in a weird turn of events I lost every sweater that I've ever owned and I'm and it's cold outside today and so all day today I've been like oh god I just thought about another sweater I love but then I was like you know what I can buy new sweaters like I can find sweaters I really like yeah and I was telling her earlier because she was on Amazon looking and I was like here's the thing because you know me the minimalist it's like instead of buying every sweater you see which is what I'm doing <laughs> find a few that you love and those are like just rotate between those sweaters because honestly if you think about like what you wear in a regular basis yeah you wear the same five to twelve 15 things all the time yeah so like I noticed that as I was unpacking and going through my t-shirt drawer and even when I wear stuff to the gym which I wear t-shirts I don't necessarily wear like out when I'm out when I go to the gym and I'm like I like the same five t-shirts so the same five t-shirts are always getting washed and then other yeah. t-shirts only get washed when I run I haven't gotten to my laundry and I have to wear them so it's kind of like that those are my things and those are my clothes so find a couple sweaters that you love and then just wear those yeah instead of having 30 sweaters have like seven sweaters. Yeah, I definitely need to do that. Um, and I mean, anyway, silver lining is I get to look at some new sweaters and do some new things, whatever. It'll be really cool. Um, and I, the other silver lining that I've been looking at is that, which is so weird. And, and now I'm like, you know, we have like a little like kind of list of things we're going to talk about. Um, and I just looked up at it and I was like, I wrote that 
um, is that <laughs> Harry Styles put out a new song today, and I'm just going to talk about it for like one second. It's really good. It's called Lights Up. The video is great. Don't watch it with your kids. I yeah. mean, or do, but you'll have to explain some things to them for sure. Um, but so like yesterday, a website came out and look, I don't want to like delve into some weird Harry Styles stand stuff. I'm just going to say that he really likes John Lennon. I also really like John Lennon. I also like Harry Styles a lot. He's a great musician. He's not bad to look at, but he released this website that was like, Hey, um, we have a weird noise coming yeah, through. So, on sorry our, if it's recording. Yeah. I'm not sure what that is. Anyway, we're working on it. We, we can hear it. Can you hear it? Maybe. So I'll keep talk, talking about Harry Styles whilst Nicole works on that. I think she just fixed it anyway. I think it was that. And so anyway, um, he put out yesterday this website that he like released. He's kind of been teasing it. That's called do you know who you are dot com. And a little background. That's the last thing that John Lennon said. Or no, no, no. That's the last thing that John Lennon heard was a police when he was shot. This police officer was like, hey, do you know who you are? Um, so he's following a weird John Lennon theme and it's kind of cool. Um, and then also October 9th is John Lennon's birthday. And so you can go to this website and type your name in and then it will basically tell you that you rule. It's like you put your name in. It was like, Jenny, you are empathetic. Love Harry Styles. It's great. So you should go to it. We'll put the like link up, but it's just, do you know who you are.com anyway? So last night at 11 o'clock, he dropped a new single, which is very exciting for people who like Harry Styles like me. So that's what's um, going on in Jenny. Anyway, right that's what's up in my world <laughs> is Harry Styles. Um, for me, it's us getting settled into the new house. Um, most things are unpacked. I'd say we're about mm, 75% unpacked um, and working on a little bit more every day. I'm trying to make a goal of like going through one tub or one box or something a day. So at least I feel like I've made some sort of like general uh, improvement to the unpacking process but um it's been really nice the my porch is all decorated for fall which I'm super excited about because the old house um we were kind of offset from the roads you really couldn't see the porch as well so this is like nice and open and it's like a pretty porch and I love it uh and then um the kids have been settling into school which has been great I love their new school so much I have so many like amazingly good things to say about their new school so I'm really excited uh, about that and Catherine got uh, elk of the month so I guess every, at that school they put out at once a month all the teachers vote for their like most the best kind of like a citizenship award thing for each teacher they vote on a student that um, kind of exemplifies all the great things of, of citizenship and Catherine literally had been there a month it's her first month yeah, of school so there cool. ever and her teacher her homeroom teacher um, was out on knee surgery so she wasn't there most of the entire first six weeks or first ni- first month and um, she said that between Catherine's other two teachers and the sub, Catherine's name was unanimous. Like they all said Catherine when her teacher asked for like suggestions because she wasn't there. And so they put out the sign in the yard. And what was funny is I, w- I saw it on Facebook at work at like 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon that they were doing this whole Elk of the Month. I'm like, oh, that's super cute, right? So I go home and I haven't picked the kids up yet because I was going to go drop my stuff off at the house because the school's like maybe f- less than five minutes away from the house. And I go and I pull in the driveway and there is an Elk of the Month sign out in my yard. And I'm like, 
but which kid is it for? Because <laughs> I had no idea. Because on Facebook, they had pictures of the teachers with the kids. So apparently they came by the house. Nobody was home because nobody was home. And they put the sign in. And then nobody emailed me or said anything. So like Friday, I were like, which which kid is it? Now, my money was on Catherine. Well, yeah. and, I, and I say this with love. I love Evan. But I'm not sure if we're quite ready for Elk of the Month, first month out. Um, something he has probably has to work for. Yeah. Um, so we assumed it was Catherine, but we didn't know. And then we come home and Catherine, the kids see it. And Evan is like, Oh, is it me? I'm like, I have no idea who it is. It could be either one of you. And so then we get an email Saturday morning from Catherine's teacher saying that it was her. So it was super cool. And then we get to keep the sign in our yard until the end of the month. And then we take it back to school. Oh, sorry about that. If that's happening again. Um, and we get to take it back at the end of the month. And, um, you know, the next month, another kid gets to be elk of the month in her class. So that's super cool. So yeah, we love that. And then the other thing I decided, um, I was listening to Gretchen Rubin's podcast. And one of the things they were talking about is choosing a bigger life. Basically, like if you're trying to make a decision about something, make the decision that makes your life like bigger, grander, like that fulfills you need your needs. Um, and so I had been wanting a book club. I've tried book clubs multiple times. They've always either failed epically or I couldn't go anymore because it didn't work out in my schedule or whatever, or the bookstore I went to closed. And so, uh, I haven't had a successful book club experience. I mean, I've gone to them and they've been fun, but not like something sustaining. And so our new neighborhood has a Facebook page and I put it out there and I was like, I just moved in the neighborhood and I'm a librarian and I would love to have people to talk with books, talk to about books. Uh, is there a book club in the neighborhood? And if there isn't, I would love to start one who would be interested. Right. So that way I wasn't stepping anybody's toes if this thing already existed. And I got like 30 responses in like a mm, couple hours. Like, oh, I love it. I love that. It's great. Idea. It's great. Idea. So I guess I'm starting a book club. Um, <laughs> I love that. Which I'm into. And I was like, I'll host the first one. I'm trying to be very democratic about it. But also I want to control it because that's how I am. Like I want to like. Well, you started it. So yeah. you're essentially the president. I'm the re- president of my own book club. And uh, so I sent out, a, I made it the librarian in me, the educator in me. I s- made a Google form and I chose four books that I thought would be good. One of them I'd read before, two of them are Oprah recommendations, and one of them is um, recommended somehow. I'm trying to get the other one. Um, I try to have diverse authors, so I have a, a Caucasian male, Caucasian female, African-American male, African-American female author choices, so we were, like, mixing it up. Uh, and so I put out that to people to vote. And I think I'm going to leave it up another day and be like, hey, if you haven't voted, vote, and then try it so we can pick, because I basically want to have it in about a month. And to give people a chance to read. Right. Um, and then I put out a doodle poll to get people to see what day they would be best to to do the... I gave them the three dates that work best for me. And then which kind of... And of course, in true form, 30 people said they wanted to do it. Nine people have voted on a book. And three people have filled out the doodle poll. So well, we'll, yeah. s- we'll see how that goes. But I mean... And it's kind of like we talked about this before. When we when we have library events, you want all these people to show up. You like want like a room full of people. But then sometimes only two people show up or three or four. And that has to be okay. Yeah. You have to be okay with the fact that you're not going to necessarily like have this huge turnout. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm trying to be like, if, if five people show up, that's awesome. Like, it's cool. Well, and I don't think that's bad for a book club because it gives you a little more time to talk. So, I mean... I think that would be okay. Yeah, I think it'd be fine. Like, like I said, it, it, and it, I wasn't 
you say 30 people are interested in, in actuality, the time in the book choice, you probably are going to have about 10 people who can actually like legitimately come and who will. And of the 10, six of them will probably actually read the whole book. I mean, that's kind of the way a book club is. So I'm excited about meeting some new people in my neighborhood. Some of them seem very, very cool and people that I would be friends with outside of, you know, if I meet them, it's hard to meet. Like that's the thing about living in this neighborhood. Our old neighborhood was all kind of older about to be retired 50 plus people this neighborhood is a lot more younger people younger couples families things like that and so um it's just about a matter of like getting out there and meeting people which i really like so i'm excited so that's what's going on with us but kind of goes along with what we have on the notes next is um what one thing i'm really loving about this neighborhood is they love halloween so many people have halloween decorations up our old neighborhood you'd have a few i mean you had a couple crazy people who would like insane all the different inflatables and all the stuff and then you'd have people who have just like maybe a wreath or whatever and so this is like i'm not everybody has it but there are a lot of really decorated houses so i'm totally into it and so just like here in the library we've finally got all of our halloween decorations up and the library is fully like in Halloween mode, which yeah. I'm super excited about. I love Halloween, man. I love I it mean, so much. And my new neighborhood is also, I mean, oh yeah, for sure, wild for Halloween. People, I last night wait till I was Christmas. Like, oh, oh my god, oh, that neighborhood is it's insane. insane. And, and last night I was like, I gotta hang up Halloween lights like now because all my neighbors have them. Every single one of them is like Christmas, but all the lights are orange and black. And so I was like, huh. And then today on our like neighborhood Facebook page, they're like, hey, whoever has the best Halloween decorations will win Yard of the Month. Nice. "Mm -hmm." So yeah, they sent out a thing on our HOA that not for Halloween. Halloween, it's a costume contest. You're supposed to send pictures of your kids in their costumes and they're having a costume contest for the kids. But at Christmas, we have a a light lights and holiday lights and display contest which is every time i mention it joe does that line from uh peanuts christmas oh yeah he's like (laughs) win money 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 um so yeah so i don't think we win any money but they're having like a contest so that's hoa life yeah i mean i live my neighborhood is a little bit different they're more just like we're all very weird let's all put some weird stuff like the house down the street from me has um a giant dinosaur pulling like an old I don't know. It's like an old um, wagon mm-hmm. full of skeletons. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. That's that's my type of people. So we'll see what, what it looks like. But yeah, I'm excited for Halloween. I love it. Um, I have loved Halloween my whole life. I just think it's super fun. So like, what is your best Halloween memory ever? Um, so we were talking about this earlier today, kind of what we were going to kind of talk about. And for me, I lived in a small town. My hometown is... 4,000 people or less. And so we have some weird small town traditions that we did that I thought were totally normal. And that's what everybody did until I moved here. And I was (laughs) like, oh, no, that's not normal at all. Um, And so I always remember trick or treating. So like I said, it's a small town and we'd go out to my grandparents' house, which is maybe a mile from my parents. And then we would walk we go get candy from them. She'd have little baggies full of candy. Right. And then we would walk the neighborhood by her house. And then we'd come back to my grandma's and my dad would pick us back up. So again, one, by the time I was about seven, my parents didn't trick or treat with us. They just dropped us off. Yeah. And that was pretty common. Everybody, all the kids just kind of pulled together and we walked together and there were no real adults with us. I don't really remember my parents being with us when we trick or treated. They just picked us up at my grandma's. So that's another like small town thing. Um, and then, um, I remember we used to have a, uh, there's a holiday Halloween parade. So the first thing I have to say is we didn't actually trick or treat on Halloween. We trick or treated the Thursday before. 
It was always on a Thursday. Why? I don't know. We just always did, right? So huh. the first time I lived down here, I asked uh, Joe's aunt. I was like, so when is trick-or-treating? And she's like, on Halloween. And I was like, I go, she's like, she just looked at me like I was insane. I was like, it's it's always on Halloween? And she's like, yes, it's yeah. trick-or-treating. I was like, no, where I grew up, it was the Thursday before Halloween. I don't know why. What uh, if Halloween was on a Thursday? Then then it was on Halloween. Oh, on those random okay. occasions, it was. I was like, did you do it a week ahead of time? No, you just the Thursday before, whenever it fell. So occasionally it was actually on Halloween, but usually it was before. Um, so anyway, we would go and you'd trick-or-treat, and trick-or-treating was from 5 to 7. And then there was a parade in town. They have one main road. And the parade was in town. And it was basically the high school band and some fire trucks and some people in that their truck. That part is so cool. And like, they would throw candy out from the thing. I mean, it was a very short so parade. cool. And then you'd all go walk to the community center. And they had a costume contest for different age ranges. And they had donuts and cider. And that was what you did on Halloween. And then you were home by like 9. And then you went to bed. And you had school the next day because it was on Thursday. And so, um, always, always. So that's kind of my, my childhood memory. But I remember one year I was probably like six and I got this, um, big bird costume and it was the the cheap kind with the plastic mask and like basically a trash bag type costume, but I loved it. I loved it. And, um, we were at the parade and we sat down on the sidewalk and at some point I got, I ripped it. Like, I mean, it was like a, like I said, it's like a trash bag and I couldn't, I just ripped it and I couldn't wear it anymore. Like it was just ripped and I cried and I was like, cause I really wanted to do the costume contest. Cause that's what you did. You went in and you entered in the costume contest. And I was so bummed because I couldn't enter in the costume contest that year because I was, I had ripped my costume. So not necessarily a happy memory, uh-huh. but I mean, but it's Halloween. It's a, so I just I mean, love that you Went in with such confidence that you're like, this cheap trash bag costume is going to win me this contest. This is the year. Like that you were like, oh, I'm so upset. And I could have t- won it. In my entire childhood, chi- entire childhood from probably I get probably kindergarten up through sixth or seventh grade is probably when we stopped. We would always still go to get um, like donuts and cider, but we wouldn't actually do the contest anymore. Was I got third place one time. And I don't remember what costume it was. Oh, I no. Know. I was going to say, what were I you don't, I don't remember. I'd have to look at pictures. My, my mom took pictures every year, but I don't remember. I know I got third place at one point. I was probably nine or ten. Uh, and that was it. That's, That's the best exciting. I ever did in my entire life. And you're talking about a ten. Like, my graduating class was 130 kids. So you assume, <laughs> I mean, child-wise, age-wise, it's about how many people I was, com- I was competing against maybe 30 kids third place but you know it's the best you can do small wins small wins silver linings yes so what about you what were your okay so i have i mean oh gosh i have so many but i so my favorite thing about halloween i'll tell you is that we would always go to my mama and papa's house that's my dad's parents they lived over by us and they lived in like a real fancy neighborhood so they lived in a neighborhood where like trucks would just drop off and you get full candy bars and yes yeah they lived in a full candy we all know those neighborhoods yes and so we would go because my mama would make us little bags, like you were talking about, little treat bags. And um, she would, they would make tortilla soup. And so it always, so I do that every year now because you'd walk in their house and you could smell it. But my mama would open the door to literally everyone and go, oh, you scared me. <laughs> like, it didn't matter if you were dressed like a princess, whatever. She would open the door and go, oh, you scared me. And I, so I <laughs> find myself doing that all the time now. I open up the door and I'm like, bah. You scared me. I'm like, I'm my grandmother. So like, I loved that part about it. And then her neighbors would make popcorn balls and they would like pass out popcorn balls, which I mean, like, what a weird, I, and now that I'm saying it, I'm like, this sounds ridiculous. Like I'm telling you about a movie that Steve Martin was in like 
father of the bride or something, but it was, it was a cool neighborhood. And so I loved going there. My neighborhood wasn't like that. And so I really liked that. Um, but I think probably everybody else's fondest memory of me at Halloween is that I wore a stupid costume every year. So like, I never picked a cool kid costume. My mom would take me and I was like, this is the one I want. Or she would help me pick it out sometimes, which was even worse. And so one year when she was PTA president, I was at the back of the horse for a long time until finally I was like, mom, I can't breathe anymore in this. And I was like already a foot taller than her. So the horse was like, his butt was like way up in the air. She made me be the back of the horse because we were the Mustangs. Um, then one year in like seventh grade, all my friends were sexy genies, but I had decided to be a bunch of grapes. And so when I showed up, I was like, "Uh Oh, I didn't know we were going the sexy route here. We're still children. And is there a picture of this? Oh yeah. Okay. So we're going to find, we're going to get the picture. It It may be a few weeks, but we'll find it. And I was a skunk one year. So my dad was Ronald Reagan every year. He's been Ronald Reagan every year that I can remember. He has a Ronald Reagan mask and he just puts it on and he's like, look at me. Um, and you know what, what commentary he's making, I don't know. I won't, I won't go either way. You'll have to guess for yourself, but he has always done that. My mom would usually dress up like really ridiculous, but I just, one year I was nurse ratchet, which is what my mom made up. And I put on one of her old nursing uniforms, like the skirt. And then she stuffed a bunch of garbage bags in my butt and my front. <laughs> and so, and then put lipstick all over my face. And she was like, now you look like a crazy nurse. And I was like, cool. I just (laughs) went with it. Why? And then I think that year my friends were probably like sexy cops or whatever. And I was like, okay. I mean, I just have never, I don't know. I guess I never got it. This year I'm going to be cotton candy. Not sexy cotton candy, just regular cotton candy. But I mean... I was talking about the sexy costume trend. I saw that they made a sexy Mr. Rogers costume and I was like, well, if they can make, if they can make that, they could probably make, (laughs) it's a thing. I'll put a picture. Um, But yeah, it's, if you can, I'm sure if you can do sexy Mr. Rogers, you could probably make sexy cotton candy, but no, she's going for regular cotton candy. Regular. In fact, the costume that I looked at, I'm going to make it. So like the pattern I looked at doesn't have sleeves. And I was like, okay, I obviously need sleeves. Like, why am I going to show my skin? Then it won't look like cotton candy. So, I mean, modesty, y'all. I saw an advertisement for Sexy White Claw, which is like that seltzer drink that everybody's really into. It's like, it's just a swimsuit that says White Claw on it. And I was like, this is what we've been reduced to. Like, Not even a costume. No. See, it's funny that you were talking about your parents dressing up. My parents never dress up, ever. Never. Oh, really? Never, ever. Um, but the thing is, People didn't trick-or-treat at my house because I lived on a hill, and so nobody ever came trick-or-treating at our house, which is why we always ended up in my grandparents' neighborhood, because people would actually go over there because you didn't have to hike up a hill to get there. Right. Um, But no, they never dressed up. But Joe and I always dress up. We've dressed up since the kids were, like, little. Oh, yeah. It's Uh, fun. And so, like, this year, and and the last couple years, we've ended up on a theme. It just kind of happened that way. Um, But this year, we're doing Mario Kart theme. So Evan is Link. And Catherine is Zelda, and then Joe and I are Mario and Luigi. But I'm Green Louis- Mario. Green Mario. <laughs> no, no, not no regular. No. Oh Luigi's- no! I just I. We always call him Green Mario because I saw this. Um, <laughs> oh, Luigi is Green Mario. Okay, got and it. I, I was very confused. I'm about to do a horrible accent, but well, no, I'm not. Um, anyway, it's basically. It's like, Mom, why you never remember who I am? And she's like, I'm sorry, Green Mario. And like the A's are in there. That's why I'm reading it like that or saying it like that. Anyway, Green Mario is Luigi. The end. Keep going. I'm sorry. 
Okay. So we we found these hats at Target months ago and Joe's like we have to buy them now because if we don't buy them now they may never be back and we have to do this this is our Halloween costume and I'm like okay uh and so we just have the they're beanie caps with Mario and Luigi and then I found um, I found um the uh outfit for me but I still haven't found him a um overalls I gotta find him some overalls we got I got a few weeks I'm, I'm still good and then the kids I ordered I mean I got those off Amazon weeks ago so we're cool on our costumes but we've done themes every year my parents never ever dressed up like, yeah ever ever Mine always did like I and I definitely have a picture, a weird picture of me dressed as a skunk and my aunt's dressed like a duck and we're holding hands. And then my mom is in the background on the rotary phone attached to the wall and she her face is just painted silver. And I don't know where she was going with for that. <laughs> like, I don't know. But the, every year they were I mean, my I guess you could say my dad dressed up. He just pulled the same Ronald Reagan mask out of the Halloween bed I mean, and was like, here we go. <laughs> I guess that works. Um, so yeah, it's my worst one was, I was telling the story earlier and I won't tell the whole thing just for time, but basically we waited until the last minute and my dad took me to this tiny store, like a tiny Kmart and the only costume left in my size, which was not my size. And I was not a small child, um, was a <laughs> devil costume. And so I was like, look like one of those red hot sausages <laughs> shoved in this costume. My face was painted red. I think the worst little like skull cap on with little horns it was horrible <laughs> and I will find the picture and if I find it I will post it but yeah that was my work like I remember that being my worst and it's not the one I won third place for it was 100% yeah. not no my friend would her mom made her a caveman cavewoman outfit and she wore the same costume for three years and she won that contest twice on the same co- I'm like she wore the same co- I was so <laughs> mad but I think that was bitterness more than anger so so yeah that, that's Halloween Halloween mm-hmm. Another good thing about Halloween that I like is that we get a lot of checkouts yes. in the library because suddenly the kids remember that Stephen King exists. Yeah. And then they Only read in October and one they... of his books and they're like, oh, I'm going to forget about this for a full year because some of his stuff is wild. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do get a bunch of checkouts and we try to direct kids. We're like, look, you don't ju- you don't have to read it. Like because it's like a million pages there's a, long. A there's a stupid spider at the end. The ending is is very lackluster. You just, you just gave away. Spoilers. I'm sorry, y'all. If you haven't read it yet, get with it. Or see the movie. There's been like 10 of them made by now, and they're all bad. Um, so Stephen King is going to come for me. I'm ha- going to be haunted. Uh, but we try to direct them to other books because, you know, I I don't read a ton of scary stuff. And I don't you either. Don't either. But um, we have some. But like, we have the thing. The nice thing is we have kids who do, and we have kids who they'll come back and be like, oh, my God, this book was so good. So we try to remember what the kids right. recommend. So it, it doesn't necessarily have to be stuff that we've read, but just stuff that we know that other kids have really liked. Yeah. And so we're always like, because we're always like, we want a scary book. And we're like, okay, you do that like librarian interview thing. Like, well, what kind of scary? Do you want like supernatural scary? Do you want like murder stabby scary? Like what kind of scary do you want? And then you kind of figure out what right. where they're leaning. But yeah, so we always try, we make, that's kind of in October. Those are the dis- book displays we have. And when, if we book talk, we book talk it. So definitely October is our like scary creepy murdery spooky season season. (laughs) (laughs) but we're trying to decide what our favorite what our favorite scary books were because like i said we don't really read them but we sometimes you come across and you didn't know it was going to be scary and you're like oh crap "Ah." that's scary so for me it was bird box by john josh mallerman and i read that book because it was recommended but nobody said it was scary it's one of those books where i didn't ask a lot of questions before i started reading it yeah and then i read it and it was obviously before the mo- the netflix movie came out and it was a mind 
I, I was about to use the term that's you know you know <laughs> you know uh it messes with your head and I, that were days after because you know those books where you like need like a fluffy book afterwards yes. that was a you needed a fluffy book afterwards and the thing is is that it's it's one of those where it's not like stuff jumping out at you scary it's so psychological oh like, yeah imagine not being able to see anything and uh-huh. trying to live in a world where you can't see anything and anything at any point you could be like start going crazy because it's not even like you're murdered by somebody else you literally like lose your mind and start killing other people uh i mean it was ridiculously scary i actually haven't seen the netflix movie because i I don't like scary movies and i'm like i already know what happens in the book i don't really need but but we always recommend that one because a lot of kids have seen the netflix movies they're like hey the book is better here you go yeah did you know it's a book yeah like what like i wish netflix would at the beginning be like yo this is a book so you can check it out after you watch it. Yeah. Just a, a, a disclaimer. But I, you know, I felt that way about Gone Girl by Jillian Flynn. Um, it was like psychological mm-hmm. for me. And so when that big reveal happens, which I won't ruin it for you if you haven't read it yet, get with or it. Or seen the movie. But when that big reveal happens, which apparently everybody else knew, I was like, what? And then I was really scared. Um, but my favorite scary book is called Survive the Night. It's by Danielle Vega. Um, and it's, uh, I mean, essentially about this girl who like gets out of rehab and, um, she, uh, goes to this party and they're like, Hey, we're like, you know, happy to have you whatever out of rehab. And then somebody tries to kill them. That was, I mean, look, I'm a pretty good book talker and that was horrible. (laughs) Um, it's a great, great book. It is so good. And it's very, very truly YA. So it has like a lot of YA tropes, but also like some murder and it's kind of scary. So I always recommend it when girls are like, I'm really looking for the scariest book I ever read in my life. And I'm like, are you? Let's read Survive the Night. She also wrote a series called The Merciless. There's two of them. Um, she just writes some good stuff that's like it's like fluff scare yeah it's like scary enough but not like you're gonna like yeah you don't need a brain brainwash after no it's like rl stein yeah i love i've read every rl stein book in the world because i love them because they're scary but afterwards i'm like okay well obviously my phone's not gonna murder me so like i feel okay (laughs) so anyway that's what we like um so yeah we were and you know i posted it today i i been putting it on twitter that like eventually we're going to reveal our halloween decorations because usually what happens is we decide okay we're going to decorate for halloween and we do it all in one day like we just decide on what we're going to do how it's all going to lay out and then we just do it but we you know we've been living the chromebook life and we just haven't had the kind of time that we're used to having to really dedicate into decorating so it's been a little slower which actually i think has been okay in here's the silver lining kind of thing is that we've had time to think about some stuff and we came up with some ideas later that we probably wouldn't have come up with if we had done it all at once oh yeah so we kind of changed some things you know we in the midst of our decorating like on the first day Mm -hmm. we had a we had a big tragedy happen on our school campus and so nicole and i kind of sat down and reevaluated, and we're like okay how are we going to take these Halloween decorations and still make them great for the kids, but also be respectful, be respectful of everybody's emotions, including our own, mm-hmm. like how, how are we going to navigate this? So it kind of changed the entire right. direction of what we were doing, but I think it turned out, I think it turned out really, really well. still like welcoming and inviting and spooky, but not in a way that will make it's more uncomfortable. Hu- yeah. It's more humor, scary exactly. and less kind of intensely scary. Yeah. So, 
Um, but for us, we always put a huge emphasis on decorating. I mean, uh-huh. A, because we love it. Like, it's just a part of our personality. We love to decorate. Yes. And B, because especially with the windows, there's an expectation now. Like, people expect our windows to be decorated because it's the first thing you see of the library, the door and the front windows and the side windows. And so now we know we have, like, there's a bar we have to meet minimum or people yes. will start wondering what's wrong with They'll us. They'll ask us if we're okay. Yeah, if, if the windows stay clean for a day, they're like, are y'all okay? <laughs> I'm like, no, because I'm thinking about how I got to paint those windows. <laughs> I got to clean them and then paint them again. <laughs> uh, but for us, it, not only because we love decorating, but because the kids really love it. And it really brings in a sense of like community and a sense of like, this is a really cool place to be that really cares about like our interests because we could be, I mean, it would be easier on us if we didn't. I think about the time we would save if we just put up a pumpkin and we're like done and put oh, up yeah. a couple book displays and just let it go. Uh, but you know, we know that for us, it help makes us happy. And so that helps our work life to like be in a good mood. Cause when right. we're thinking about decorating, it makes us feel better. Uh, and then also the kids respond and the subs who come in respond and the teachers who come in respond. And so I know we've gotten from a lot of people over the years of like, well, I just don't have time for that. And I, and, and this year we're really feeling that we don't well, have yeah. time for that because we, we legitimately have a lot less time than we used to just kind of dealing with this new, this new Chromebook role. But we kind of hit a point where we're like, we got to find the time. How can we find the time? How right. can we adjust what we're doing? Uh, and how can we divide the labor up and figure out a way to get this all done? Because it's important. I mean, I think yeah. that uh, it's important to the kids, especially with everything that's been going on to kind of have a, a cool, fun, place that is festive yeah and it I think and like you were just saying with our our situation which with things that happen on our campus I think it was important to normalize things a little bit and and because it's such an expectation if we wouldn't have done decorations it would it, I think it would stunt everybody from feeling like better normal. yeah um and it's just, and the kids are excited about it like they come in and they're like this is cool and this is cool and this is cool and like a girl today was like, Miss, how many Christmas trees are y'all going to put up this year? I was like, probably five or six. And she was like, I can't wait. Like, it's important. Yeah. And there are times when I look at those windows, like today, I, I looked at the windows and, and I covered them completely in paint. I used a roller on them. They're covered. And when I was walking in, I was like, I have to take all that down, all of it. Um, and that part can be like frustrating, but... It's I that's it's a part of our job to create like a safe welcoming space and uh, white walls with like I'm looking out right now just a world book and a weird old plate <laughs> and a plant is not welcoming. No. And that's We like, need to work on that. Yeah, I, why do we have that old plate? What is that? That was from two librarians ago and just been back there. Bye old plate, you're going away. <laughs> well, which works out because uh for us on Monday uh, the teachers have the day off, the kids have the day off, but the district made a new rule and we don't have the day off. So we have to work on Monday. Yes. So it's a work day for us. So we kind of, we're trying to figure out, okay, this is our day off. You know, people are like, oh, it's not fair you on the day off. Like, yes, I would love to have Monday off, but if I have to be here, at least it's a work day. Right. And they're not sending me to some crazy training that I don't want to be at. I can really do something in the library and for us we just haven't had that time to do that so we were trying to figure out what are we going to do uh and we realized that cleaning is what we needed to do uh because this place is a hot mess like it's we love it and it's a hot mess of clutter it's like so we were we were kind of mulling over this today like nicole and i are both generally pretty organized at home Mm -hmm. and like i love stuff i'm a lover of stuff but everything has its place i'm not like 
I mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't have like stacks of stuff like a hoarder. I mean, right now I do because ju- we just moved in, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but we're generally pretty organized. But in this library, we struggle to throw things away that we wouldn't normally at home. I'd yeah, be like, for sure. No love lost. But in this library, we definitely struggle to do that. And I think, and I've been in other libraries. It's like every librarian is like that. So today, Nicole and I were kind of like, are librarians hoarders? Like, is that, I don't. I mean, because we are like, we love archives just yeah. by nature. Yeah. Right? That's, I mean, but I don't know if necessarily us keeping like 57 old bags that I got Starbucks in because we might need them is archiving. No, for sure. But, but, but the thing is, and I think it's a mix of, you know, librarians, we like we like to store things for us, you know, in case you need them. And because we become the place where people come to see if we have stuff. So, for example, homecoming was this week and Thursday, yesterday was our game. And so it was mom day. And if you haven't seen Texas, anybody who's not listening from Texas, we'll post some pictures of the moms. But like those things are huge. And we had a girl come in and she needed to hot glue. She's like, do you have hot glue? And we're like, of course we have hot glue. Do you yeah. have this? Do you have that? Of course we do because we do. And so you don't ever want to be like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have that. And so but at some point you have to be like, why do we have that? Like, right. what is the, who does that serve? Yeah. Because we have limited space. And until we get our new library, which could be three years from now, we have, we have very limited space yeah. and people keep wanting to put stuff in here. And so, so much we, stuff. we have to figure out a way to let things go like old plates and yeah, that old plate's and- a goner. I keep staring at it <laughs> and I'm like, you're done old plate. I, you know, one thing we could, and I was just thinking about this when you were talking about like, I need hot glue or this or that. I was thinking about the time the girl was like, I need my hair to stand up like oh. in a triangle. Yeah. And we like pulled out hairspray and stuff and did that. We need to make like little emergency bins. Like this is like toiletry emergencies, right? It's got like some hairspray and some ponytails or whatever. If kids need them, this is this, this is that. And just keep them in here. And like, but organized nice and, and organized. little tubs and stuff. Yeah. And so we're like, oh, you need a ponytail? We got it. Or And, and even if we need it. Because, so, you know, the kids will go to the nurse for some things they need, but a lot of times they'll come to us. So And usually before us, because they come to us for Band-Aids all the time. Yes. Usually I have them, and then when I run out, they're like, oh, and then I feel terrible because I know I have tons of Band-Aids, but I just ran out here, and they're at yeah. my house and whatever. And so, I mean, it's a good way of getting rid of random stuff at our own house, just bring it to work, which I think is part of the problem, is that we are like, well, I don't want that at home, but I could use it at work so that it ends up at work and then we kind of just ends up somewhere and not organized. Yeah, I have a huge tub that I'm bringing to work, by the way, on Monday. <laughs> oh, every time I'm like, ah, I could use that at work. Uh, I could use <laughs> yeah. that at work. And the stuff came from my mom. She was like cleaning her house and was like, oh, Jenny can use this at work. And she had it all sent to me. So I got some stuff coming, girl. <laughs> but anyway, that's what we're doing. And, you know, we kind of had like grander plans, I think, but, uh, there are meetings scheduled. Yeah, which was, is mostly my fault. Um, I just didn't, I don't think I, re- I did not realize, and we did not put it in the schedule book, that the 14th was a non-student day. No, which, I kept forgetting. So, so on the calendar, it just looks like any random Monday. And so they asked a while ago to use the space for a meeting. And I was like, okay, fine. And I have it in the back, meaning like, oh, we're not going to close the library. Because when we put in the back in the book, it means that we're not closing the library. We're just closing off the back section in the library. Right. So that's what made me think that it was just a regular school day. Well, then we find out that, no, it's a work day for us. And they want to have a meeting in the front of the library for about three or four hours in the morning and so it definitely kind of tore into what we were planning on doing so we have to adjust and now we'll know better for next time um 
but it's part of the reason we have to do this kind of stuff with these work days is that in our district, we aren't on an extended contract. We work the same schedule as the teachers. We're like, a, what, a 187? Yeah. And a lot, almost every other district I know, librarians have an extended schedule, at least a week, some yeah. two, some three weeks longer, which means they get paid more too, which is nice. Um, but it, that extended schedule buys you that time to get some of this housekeeping stuff done that we just never get to do. That you just, you can't do if there are teachers or students in the building. You don't have time. Especially if you're by yourself. Because with this, the last couple weeks, one of us has been off at least one day this week just with stuff going on. And when you're by yourself, I I mean, I literally, the one day I just sat at the counter when we were having more Chromebook issues than we've had this week, but sat at the counter on the laptop and did stuff on the laptop because I'm like, if I go in the office and start anything, I will get interrupted. So I might as well just be here. So that's where I was the whole day. And then I got interrupted and it was fine because I was at least right there. I didn't have to like keep going back and forth. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you just don't have that kind of time built into your day to do any of no. that stuff. So we're trying to find the silver lining in this work day. And yeah. now we'll have time to get some of that organization done because our both of our storage rooms are insane. Oh, they're embarrassing. And so it's going to take us a full day just to do one of them. So our next work day in, in after Christmas break will be another day. We another get to storage day. Another storage room day. Yeah. But we are going to try to work on that hoarding thing. Um so that's kind of what we're doing on Monday. Yeah. And I, um, I mean, I don't know. I'm excited about it. Um, but I'm also super excited about something else. And we, I think we've been talking for quite a while. We have, but, but I want you to do the, the Jenny Han thing and then we'll, we'll do the best of Twitter next time. Next we'll, time. we'll make like an extended best yeah. of Twitter to make up for it. Okay. Y'all listen, if you haven't listened to anything that we've said, shame on you, but also <laughs> listen now. <laughs> okay. So I find this article, it's just on Facebook. I'm like randomly scrolling through Facebook and there's this article, it's on moms.com, which I'm not sure why I'm getting served those ads. Also, Old Navy keeps emailing me and they're like, you're almost due. So I don't understand. They know something I don't. You're I'm going to be on that anal- show. Your analytics are way off. I'm going to be on that I didn't know I was pregnant show. Like, And then I was at work cleaning out the storage room and I <laughs> had a child. Uh, so anyway... Facebook is like, hey, you should look at this ad for moms.com. And it's about, it's basically like girls are giving boys their scrunchies to tell them that they like them. And I was like, okay, well, I'm in. So I click on the article and there's like this Facebook post from this mom. that's basically like, hey, moms, have your daughters been losing all their scrunchies? Oh, they're all at my house. I keep finding them in my washing machine because my son keeps putting them in his pockets. And she had like a stack of like 20 of them, which I was like, you go, boy. He's getting all the scrunchies. Um, the other kids at school probably hate him, the other boys. Anyway, so they're talking about this like phenomenon now where these young girls give, if they like a boy, they hand them their scrunchie. And um, I'm reading the article or whatever, and the author's like, and we know where it came from. And it came from a popular Netflix movie. And when she said that, I was like, oh, my God, it's Laura Jean and Peter. And so if you don't remember that part in the book, which is fantastic, and if you haven't read it, please read it, or the movie, which is fantastic. So watch it. When Laura Jean and Peter decide that they're going to, like, date, and I'm putting that in air quotes, right, because it's it's they're fake I'm dating. not giving it away they're fake dating um she's like you have to wear my scrunchie on your wrist so that people think we're dating 
And it's like such a small part, but like such an iconic part. Um, and in the movie, when you like see him with the scrunchie on his wrist, it's very, it's wonderful. I'm getting chills. I just, <laughs> God, I love it so much. Um, so essentially what happened is that Jenny Han has sparked a movement with all of these girls, pre- giving preteen girls giving scrunchies to boys. And like, I, you know, she wrote that book quite a while back. That's not a new book, but I love that like Netflix took it, made it in the movie. And now all these kids are really into it. And the best part is that Nicole can confirm it. And it makes me so happy. So she was, we were, she read the article to me and we were talking about it and I, and I just was like, okay. And so I picked up Catherine from school and we're driving between school and the house. And I, it just clicked in my brain for a second. I was like, Hey, Catherine, I have a question for you. She's like, what? I was like, do you have like girls at school that are giving their scrunchies to boys? Cause I was like, maybe this is just happening like on the East coast or like what, whatever. She's like, yeah. She's like, yeah. If you get like, if you think a boy is cute, you give him a scrunchie. And I was like, I wait, what? This is fifth grade, fifth grade. She's like, yeah, like a bunch of, she's like, there's a few boys that get scrunchies, not all the boys. And there's only a few <laughs> girls who do it, but yeah, it's a thing. And I was like, oh my God, it's a thing. So as soon as I found out about it, I like texted Jenny. I was like, it is confirmed. The scrunchie thing is real. I was so, so excited. So it's really going on. So if you, so if you are teaching middle school or if you're a librarian in middle school, look around for those boys with scrunchies on their wrist. Cause those are your, those are your um, studs. Of heartbreakers. Middle, heartbreakers of middle school. I just or love that Catherine said there's a few boys who get scrunchies, not all of them. Like that is, that's like adult dating life too. Like, well, there's a few boys that get scrunchies. The rest of them, man, like it's not a nice so guy's finished last thing. And I love that so much. Like the boys who get scrunchies probably ain't it girls quit giving them your scrunchies. And that is our final thought for the day. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll, uh, we'll see you later. There's that spooky music. So spooky.